It's like if, if Barney Rubble played Aquaman. <laughs> oh, I may clip just that part and make it the open. In the words of Michael Scott, aloha and welcome to the first episode of our fantasy draft booking show, The Main Event. I'm your host, Michael Herrick, here with the booker for the USWA in our project, Drufus R. Jones. This will be the first installment in a series where each of the territories featured in our fantasy draft episode will be booked to major stadium shows with storylines and angles laid out and discussed. Tonight, Drew will be laying the groundwork and providing background on the Dallas half of the USWA as a first step leading towards Star Wars at Reunion Arena. And with that, Drew, why don't you get us started? What's going on? Good to be here. So, uh, anyhow, we've got uh, the USWA, which of course is split into two between Memphis and Dallas. So, uh, I think uh, since we have a few uh, few other guests with us this evening who uh, are unfamiliar with who is in the Dallas half of this territory, I think I'll run down the uh, talent roster real quick and uh, let them know who we've got here. So I would be remiss if I didn't introduce everyone to uh, the medium-sized man. And the uh, the million year old man, Travis Reigns, <laughs> Dave Jordan. Welcome. Welcome. He's the crow, the crow Magnum man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, welcome aboard tonight. And uh, so let me get my pages straight up here. Okay, so. Dallas, Texas. <laughs> the way things unfolded, of course, World Class had some issues. Ended up being bought by Jerry Jarrett, merged into the USWA. Eventually sold out to an unknown entity known simply as Legends HQ. Now the owner of this merged territory. And first things first, uh, that, that the HQ did was split them back into individual territories. And getting rid of the old guard as far as creative booking. Two people brought in to run each of these ends of this territory were Pat Patterson for the Memphis end. And... Bill Dundee for the Dallas, Texas end. And also, they are still in ring at this point. So, two things working there. 
as the draft unfolds. First pick was Bobby and Dennis, the Midnight Express. With their manager, second pick was Jim Cornette. Oh, shoot. I probably shouldn't do the Memphis one, should I? <laughs> That's where this gets tricky. Was that Memphis or Dallas? Yeah, Cornette and the. Well, I drafted for both of them all at once and then decided to split this into two groups. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'll just go through my draft list here. Okay. On the, heel, on the heel side of the aisle, we have Austin Idol, Nikita Koloff. Nikolai Volkov, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Nature Boy Buddy Landell, and Superstar Bill Dundee. On the babyface side, we've got Harry Kevin and David, the Von Erics, Billy Jack Haynes, the Patriot Del Wilkes, Ken Patera, Tony Atlas, and Terry Taylor. And then also on the undercard in the prelims, we have Charlie Fulton, Kevin Kelly, and DJ Peterson. So basically, after Legends HQ takes over, they've brought in Patterson, they've brought in Dundee. Guys are tired of traveling back and forth from Memphis to Dallas. So basically, there's a split, full split. So the first move, of course. Get new talent coming in, old talent going out. And Chris Adams, Gino Hernandez take off to Jim Crockett Promotions, which leaves the students from Chris Adams Wrestling Academy with nowhere to go, nothing to do. And those three get shipped off in a talent exchange to Germany three fellows working over there named Charlie Fulton, <laughs> Kevin Kelly, and DJ Peterson. Hold on. Are you, are you saying you traded that Austin kid to Germany? No. Uh, He's working in uh, ACP with uh, some kid named Brian Pillman. With the nose tackle from the Bengals? Yeah. <laughs> No, he was a gunner for the Bills at this point, I think. Oh, okay. Or maybe a, a cheerleader for the Stampeders. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, the last year, or the first year that Legends HQ runs this thing, it's kind of a mess. Getting guys in and out, up and down the road, trying to get some continuity going. And, uh, of course, the houses are going down because it's the same old booking. Von Eric's going over every night. They needed to get that new influx. So they trade off these young kids to Germany. They get in these three other guys. And, of course, Charlie and Kevin and EJ, they're these German dudes. But they speak well. And, uh, you know, they say, you know, our dad's German. Our mom is American. So next thing you know, course the von erics come out it's very similar to the freebirds how when they showed up everybody's good friends there's just this likability to charlie and kevin and dj that 
those doggone Von Eric boys, they just like them. Doggone it. But then these kids start winning some matches. They're building themselves up. And eventually, Kevin Kelly and DJ Peterson find themselves climbing the ladder in the tag team ranks. And the tag team champions at the time were Kevin and David Von Eric. So as friends, they go to them and say, hey, you know, we've reached number one contender status. We'd love to have our shot at these tag team titles. And Kevin and Dave are just, they can't understand that. They're he whiz, you know, we're friends. We can't wrestle our friends. And this stuff just keeps going on and on. And you can see the discontent growing. And the same thing's happening with Charlie Fulton as he's coming up through the ranks to try to get a shot at the Texas champion, Kerry Von Erich. And Kerry's just saying, gee whiz, I thought we were friends, Charlie. I don't, I, I don't want to have to fight my friend over money or a belt. Geesh. These guys are they're getting upset. They're getting very upset. So then he gets passed over for his Texas heavyweight title match. Austin Idol. Austin Idol goes out. He's working with Carrie's having this great match. (laughs) Comes out to the ring. Yeah. This is fantasy. (laughs) Keyword is fantasy. (laughs) It's a great match. (laughs) It might be five stars, but it's only three feet. You threw me with that one. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, they're having, they're having a hot. Let me, let me change it. They're having a very hot match. Okay, the crowd's right, they're having a hot match. I'll give you that. They're not having a great match. On their best <laughs> night, they're not having a great match. It's a hot match. crowd's very hot. I'll give you that. crowd's hot. All right. And it I looks mean, like Harry's going to get yeah. the win. It's looking... Looking like it's yeah. going to go Carrie's way. Charlie Fulton comes out, and everybody thinks he's going to help his friend. <laughs> but he decks him, drops him. Austin Idol gets the belt. Carrie is like, can't believe what's happened. Charlie gets on the mic, starts cutting a promo. Tired of you ducking us. Tired of you, Von Erich. You don't want, you, know, you keep running from us. German, we're superior, we're the real Germans here. You guys are nothing. Tag team title match, same thing. Come down, they're having a match with the Russians. Everything seems to be going their way. DJ Peterson, Kevin Kelly hit the ring, and they just beat the tar out of them. Leave them laying. They keep the titles, but notice has been served. Now they've got all three of these guys in the ring. They start cutting their promo. Years ago, our dad had a title match in Madison Square Garden versus Bruno San Martino. And his brother, who was a very high-ranking official in the NWA, did not like that. Felt like he was being threatened. So he had him blackballed from the American wrestling industry. Turns out, as they go on through this promo, that Waldo Von Erich is their dad. And their real names are Chaz Von Eric, <laughs> Kelly Von Eric, <laughs> and Danny Von Eric. <laughs> and they've come to 
take back what was rightfully theirs and prove that they're the real Von Erich. And Lance is in the parking lot keeping the van warm. <laughs> so those are the impetus for what's happening and how Waldo's boys have arrived on the scene and now they are embroiled in a hot feud with these Von Erics. Which also, like I said, has led to Austin Idol now being Texas heavyweight champion. Who is now being pursued by Billy Jack Haynes. And through this time, Paulie dangerously has showed up in Dallas, Texas as an understudy and a manager working as a manager for superstar Bill Dundee and Greg the Hammer Valentine. When he shows up, it's kind of like uh, he's kind of the, the goofy kid who can't hit the ground with his hat. Kind of a screw-up. He keeps offering contracts to wrestlers no one will accept. He's just a green kid. He doesn't know anything. How is he going to manage anyone? But Greg the Hammer Valentine takes him up. And eventually, superstar Bill Dundee sees that the kid's kind of sharp, so he kind of makes him his understudy as his assistant booker also. While Austin Idol starts defending his belt, Paul Lee starts wandering around ringside, taking notes, getting on the cell phone, making some calls. People are wondering what he's getting into. We've got Billy Jack Haynes and Austin Idol getting set for their feud heading towards Reunion Arena for the Star Wars. Which the feud is basically, I want the belt, you've got the belt. Yeah. The real story will lie in Paul E. and his continued fascination slash stalking of Austin Idol. <laughs> and Austin is kind of playing into it also. He's doing the chin rub. He's like, oh, geez, maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll take it. <sighs> Some uh, ridiculous rhyme. Yeah. Um, but now I mentioned really that, that, Billy Jack, that Billy Jack Haynes is there. That's why Chris Adams is there, right? Well, kind of. <laughs> He's probably just cleaning up whatever was left around there, I guess. Okay. Said you were bringing Billy Jack Haynes in, and Chris is like, you know, I've been here a while. I think it's time for me to move on. <laughs> yeah. Germany sounds good. <laughs> so then, hey, our next feud that we've got, which I've kind of left open ended, I've got a basis of an idea, is the foundation of Devastation Inc. with Skandar who is managing the foreign heels, the Russian team of Nikita Koloff, Nikolai Volkov. And they'll be doing a feud with Team USA of the Patriot and Ken Patera and on occasional six-mans six with uh, Tony Atlas. And they'll be having uh, some single matches. Tony Atlas will be doing a... Basically, just TV matches, get over matches, and then he gets run in on 
by Ivan Koloff, who, of course, joins his nephew. Oh, got all tangled here. I'm sorry. And then, of course, the six mans, as aforementioned, Tony Atlas, Ken Patera, and Del Wilkes. And eventually, uh, I don't want to give that totally away, <laughs> but things will be going on. And uh, if anybody uh, had any kind of an idea of anything to do, because I kind of want to spin off something with Patera out of this, but I don't want him going anywhere near Akbar. But I feel like uh, there's something I want to do with him and Billy Jack, perhaps down the road. It's not... Good. It's not I'm sorry, Trav. You're going to have Patera and Billy Jack Haynes? You're going to have them team up? No, feud, eventually, maybe. But we'll see. Uh, I've got an idea for what's going to happen with the Texas belt going forward. So uh, is I feel like... I feel like is yeah. it... Go ahead. I was just going to ask, is Ken Patera the bleach blonde early yes, 80s Ken Patera? Is that what we're working with here? Swinging Nick Breaker Ken Patera. Older chewing. Gotcha. <laughs> no turban. Post, post McDonald's? Uh, uh, let's give him about six months prior. I want him on <laughs> tilt. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and that's how, we, that's how we pay him with McDonald's coupons at this point. And he's he's loving it. So. That's why that's people probably don't understand. That's why that happened. The kid wouldn't take the gift certificates. He's outside the window screaming, "I've got a gift certificate, you cocksucker!" <laughs> and then boom, the window. So yeah, kind of you know, every promotion did the Russian USA thing at the time. Kind of. There's got to be a different slant to that. Other than the obvious. So then the uh, oh, yeah. our, mid, our middle of the card feuds. We've got Greg the Hammer Valentine and Tony Atlas, like I mentioned before. Greg is mentioned by, or managed by Paul E. And Greg's just kind of, he's not winning a lot. Paul E's kind of costing him matches here and there from just, Rookie mistakes. Greg's getting frustrated. Something's got to change. And during Greg's matches, Paul's not really paying attention a lot. He's on the phone. <laughs> He's preoccupied with something else, possibly Austin Idol. And of course, Tony Atlas is involved in this middle of the card feud. It's not really a feud, it's just, uh, Busy match in the middle of the card until Atlas gets run in on by Ivan, which ties him into the Patriots versus the Russians. Then I kind of had a weird idea because I figured that <laughs> there are probably some MAGA ass dudes <laughs> and then just have the Russians smoke them. <laughs> like, yo, what do you want on your Polish? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Are, are you going to keep the the 
the Dallas standard of the captain's matches? No. And they would pull out their cards? No. no. Oh. <laughs> uh, this is then, territory anyway. It's fine. Yeah, there's a... It's small houses, smaller houses around the loop. So... Try not to I mean, look, that's, why can, I, that's why I decided to split the roster into two, into the both ends of the territory, because it was just too many guys for a sportatorium card. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. You can't have like 30 fucking dudes on that thing. <laughs> All right, a 20-man, one boot but, battle royal. The but, winner uh, put one boot on Kevin. Yeah. The, they got to take Harry's fake foot out of it first. Well, you know Tony Atlas would like to be in that one. So. <laughs> Where'd the fake foot go? What is in the ring? Mine now. <laughs> Mine forever. Dipping it in salsa. Yeah. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, the my up and comer, in the words of our uh, our esteemed. Legend Al Zaha, a real up and comer in the territory, the up and comer award. Nature Boy Buddy Landell. He's hit the scene. He's new to the territory. He's going to start making his push to the tops of the cards here. And Harry uh, Taylor is first in line. It's going to be a, kind of an egomaniac battle. You got the, uh, the arrogant baby face and Taylor. You got the super arrogant. Eel, chicken shit, Buddy Landell. The real nature boy. That's right. That's right, baby. Don't nobody know nothing about nobody named Flair. Watch my dust. <laughs> That's right, I said it. I love Buddy. He was great, man. But basically, Buddy's going to be our up-and-comer. He's going to be the guy that's coming in, going to work his way through this little angle with Terry and uh, we might be surprised who shows up at the reunion arena. So getting back uh, with Greg, the hammer Valentine when uh, stepping out of fantasy mode for a moment here, the, uh, <laughs> when we were doing the draft, I made it, I made the trade <laughs> for Greg Valentine with uh, Brandon, I think. I think it was Brandon that I traded with. I believe so, yeah. And uh, my initial idea, because I wanted to get, of course, I wanted to do Waldo's Boys. That's been an idea I've had forever. And initially, my idea was to have Buddy as one of Waldo's Boys. But some guy, some guy I know. (laughs) Well... He drafted the shit out of Buddy Landell. <laughs> now, now, who would do such a thing? I don't know, man, but he was all right, man. A couple pizzas, everything was cool. Yeah, we, we made a so trade. It worked out. <laughs> the infamous two pizza Buddy Landell trade. And a two bag pizzas of- and, Nick Bon- and Nick Bockwinkle for Buddy Landell. <laughs> yeah, the, well, I, I, I mean, I had to transition. 
<laughs> yeah. There's plenty of uh, goodies in Dallas, Texas for Monroe. Dr. Zaharian's candies are there. Oh, my God. I don't know. Buddy Buddy probably would have died in Dallas. If he'd had a <laughs> long run in Dallas. Yeah, that would have been bad. Yeah. Buddy. Buddy Von Erich. Roast of Gino. Excursion. Cocaine in the console. I left it there for you. You're my spirit animal now. <laughs> Please take care of all the hoes in Highland Park. <laughs> oh, Gino. That's crazy, man. I don't know what's happening out there. There's all this paranormal stuff in Dallas. Careful. Yeah. What's the chupacabra? <laughs> the chupacabra of Highland Park. Yeah. You got to be careful. Yeah, but anyhow, the uh, I had uh, I'd made a trade with Brandon to get Greg Valentine. I was like, well, Waldo's voice thing might not work out. Maybe I'll just try to do something else. And I was like, well, I got nails. I could do hammer and nails. (laughs) 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 But then I was like, but the idea, it wasn't going to be like, like carpenter dudes. It was going to be like whoever was going to be their manager was going to be kind of a David Koresh dude. And they were both going to have holes in their hands. (laughs) 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 Like, you know, hammer and nails. The stigmata. It that, yeah, it was going to be kind of that kind of hammer and nails, but still hammer. And nails. Yeah, that's not gonna, that's not going to work in Dallas, man. That's not going to. Yeah. yeah, that's not going to fly. Yeah, that would have got you off the Christian Broadcasting Network instantly. Yeah, yeah. and you oh, know damn. we got those shows in Boston. We gotta we gotta promote them. Pat Robertson wants uh, to know what the hell's going on. <laughs> Doors, what the hell's going on? Stop reading them damn books. Mark Lawrence <laughs> would not. Mark Lawrence would not be calling those matches. That's all I gotta say. He was a minister, so he would have had no part of that. Yeah. yeah. David Manning would have been happy to sign autographed pictures of Jesus, though I'm sure. Oh, happily, <laughs> happily. That would only work too in like the, like mid nineties. If you would have tried the David Crush thing, it wouldn't work in the eighties, man. They didn't know. They didn't know. They they would have been uh, Kenny Loggins eight by tens, actually, not Jesus. Yeah. The David <laughs> yeah. Yeah. with a picture of Kevin's face taped over Jim Messina's body. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jesus and Kevin. <laughs> But yeah, that was the other thing after uh, the initial feud for the Von Erics against the Von Erics <laughs> was going to be yes. because Chaz wanted to be called Chaz and he did not like to be called Chuck. <laughs> that's what Kevin always called him when they were friends. He'd always call him Chuck yeah. instead of Charlie Fulton. He'd say, we're here. With, Man, oh boy, my buddy Chuck Fulton. And he, you could just see him getting madder and madder and madder. And then because Kevin had that like peppermint patty haircut. <laughs> he <Yeah>. also <laughs> and then finally that's what made Chaz turn on him it's Chaz it's not Chuck 
you is. Why you so? Why you so crazy, Chuck? That would work. I like where you're going with that. But basically, it's going to be uh, some hot stuff, hot feuds, hot cards. It's going to make a loop around. We got Houston Monday, San Antonio on Tuesday, Austin Wednesday, Abilene Thursday, Fort Worth TV on Friday. Auditorium Saturday, Waco, Texas Sunday. And all roads lead to the Reunion Arena, as Gary Hart used to refer to. Never understood that, why it always got the... Apparently it was a very formal reunion. It was the... Well, since I got you guys here, I'll go through my Memphis roster, too. Hit it. All right. I'm getting my pages turned here. We've got the Midnight Express, of course, as mentioned, with Jim Cornette. Yeah. Fabulous ones of Kern and Lane. With who? The fabulous ones. Steve Kern. No, no, Midnight Express with who? James E. Cornette. Who's that? And, uh, but which version of the United Express? Bobby and Dennis. Bobby and Dennis. Yeah. It would be really awkward for Stan Lane to be in two teams at once. <laughs> if anybody could pull it off, it would be sweet. Yeah, it would be sweet. Stan. <laughs> he would impregnate someone on both sides of the aisle. Yeah, I was about to say if he could have, if he could have doubled up. Well, see, he could have just been like, "I'm Stan Lane." My twin brother, Steve Blaine. We've already won Memphis no, is going to be very uh, tag team centric here. Gonna be one of them is Stanley. One of them is Stanley. Stanley. Stanwick? Stanwick? Yeah, so they're both. Yeah, there's Stanwick and Stanfield. So they're both. Didn't Cornette, did Cornette used to call him Stanforth? Something like that, Stanford. Yeah. Uh, I think he said that uh, Stan didn't mind what you called him as long as it wasn't Stanley. <laughs> well, if there's uh, more Cornet guys <laughs> in the heavenly bodies of Dr. Tom and uh, Juggalo, Gigolo, Jimmy Del Rey. Is Jimmy is Jimmy Del Rey wearing a hat that says Jimmy by chance? Uh, he he will be wearing a Jimmy hat. That all merchandise. That'll be a first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well done, David. <laughs> that was great. Well, what is that? It's the wiggle, the jiggle, hey, the whole kit and caboodle. And the body it's roll. Jimmy Del Rey. It's also known as the cinnamon roll. Yeah. Man who starts right. Jimmy Del yeah, Rey. That's the, that's the Jimmy Wiggle. That's what that is, the Jimmy the wiggle. wiggle. Yeah. Jimmy Wiggle, Jimmy. Yeah, that was uh, one of my <laughs> ridiculous ideas was to take 
all of wrestling gigolos and paint them up like juggalos. They could be juggalos. <laughs> Got Casey. No, you know, right? no, you keep all the gigolos as gigolos, and then you call them the gathering of the gigolos. Sponsored <laughs> by Fago. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like Voltron. They form one giant gigolo. And it just bozy bops everywhere. Yeah. And, and that gigolo is Stan Lee. That's what it is. So. It's Ultra Stan. Yeah, Ultra Stan. <laughs> <laughs> you run out Flaying and from button. coast to coast. Is that a spaceship? It's <laughs> 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 on wheels. You got to think, uh, Ultra Stan would be responsible for at least half the female members of the Congress. <laughs> they, all bad ones. Yeah. 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 No, no, they just be all over the place. Right. Kind of like Dudley's. <laughs> yeah. Every territory. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's got a he's got representatives all over the country. There's those Dudley boys and those Lane girls. Mainly Florida. <laughs> I can't work. Little, Car- Little Memphis it's and Carolina. Spice is in USWA. He he manipulated the system so bad in Florida he doesn't even go back. Good old. Those got, he's got those karate feet. <laughs> uh, to, to carry on with the Memphis roster, we've also got Ricky and Robert, who I, I believe I traded for them with you, Mike. Yeah, we uh, hey, got another you. trade there. There was unfortunately no frozen pizza involved in that trade. But I was about to say, eight, how many pizzas for that? The AWA <laughs> did receive the one and only Jesus Christ, Doug Summers. Yes. Oh. Yes. Start the start the music for Jesus. Jesus is here. Just and and Playboy spreading his hands out across a bread a bread cheese. I say when Doug's on the card, that means there's cheese backstage on the (laughs) right. Always. An assortment. Yes. Boys are happy with catering when when Doug Summers is in town. Right. Yeah. Well, and, he will and flip the, the table like Jesus at the money changers if there ain't no crackers on that damn charcuterie. <laughs> <laughs> but but the good thing about Doug Summers is he makes it a point to go around. And tell everybody how good the cheese is, and nobody overreacts. Because <laughs> uh, it is some good ass yeah. cheese. Yeah, some good ass cheese. Yeah, that's what he does. He comes in, tries some, and he's like, "Yep." And then, like on the tablecloth, he writes, "Good ass cheese." Doug Summers. In cheese whiz. Cheese no good. <laughs> Doug Summers. <laughs> Little aerosol. Yeah. If you, I just picture, if you, 
everybody on the apron <laughs> doing straight cheese and crackers waiting for a tag. Just in between tags. Just filling up crackers. <laughs> Pounding them. He's got, he's got those little packs stuffed in his tights. He's just over there. Mm. Like getting ready for the hot tag. Jesus Christ is reaching out, man, for his, <laughs> for his Judas. Yeah. <laughs> take my tag. Take my tag. And he's just filling yeah. up a cracker. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We get hold one on, more. I got two rents left. Yeah, he's like getting yeah. the uh, getting the cracker crumbs off his hands before he can make the tag. <laughs> well, it's those, uh, those pull-up crackers are so addictive. <laughs> I'm just Buddy Rose eating spray cheese. Oh, man. <laughs> and then doing a whip it up and afterwards. <laughs> does, does Buddy Rose demand a uh, an assortment of gravies? Each each show he's he's at. Nah, just a box of the blow away powder. Shipped yeah, in from Dallas. A full yeah. box. <laughs> just a table full of every gravy imaginable, and then there's like biscuits and mashed potatoes. That's all there is to eat. Shit, dude, I'll go Buddy there. Damn here tonight. Good. <laughs> I'll go to that place. Buddy is, there, yeah. is there all you can eat mashed potato and biscuits? With all the gravies. <laughs> we got, got a hot dog and a handshake. We've got mashed potatoes, gravy. It's going to be that kind of party. I'm going to go get some mashed potatoes. Thank you, Buddy Rose. That's actually a good concept. Yeah. Gravy Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward, we've... Uh, We've also got on uh, the tag team end, New Breed, John uh, Royal, champion, who strangely will be working babyface for a while. And uh, who else we got? We had Doom. Doom is another tag. You should have. You should hire them a driver. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's what Downtown Bruno's for, right? Yeah. Yeah, so downtown Bruno. Downtown Bruno, just ignore whatever the fuck it is they're doing, but just make sure they get to the next town safely. Regardless of what happens to any fair-haired maidens. Put Randy Hale in charge, but we don't think they'd ever get yeah. to the town. Drive, drive through workers, <laughs> whoever. <laughs> what was that... Uh... Oh, shoot. Doug Gilbert. That was Doug Gilbert, right, that did that crazy promo? Got Randy Hales in the back, smoking crack. <laughs> Jerry Lawler's molesting all the kids. He just didn't give a shit. Everybody's on steroids. We need more Doug Gilberts in wrestling. It's not dangerous enough. So we've also got in our uh, what's going to be the main event feud in Memphis. Junkyard Dog, Harry Funk. That's going to be some good stuff. Got a few ideas there. Eat. Yes. And then, of course... The man who was touched by the stroke hand of Jesus recently, Jerry Lawler, is the uh, the unified champion. Hey, yeah, you've been touched by a stroke. Hand. 
he'll be uh, working his initial title defenses against Adrian Adonis around the Memphis League. And Lawler will be the one who bounces territory to territory to territory. So he'll go back and forth between the Memphis towns and the Dallas towns. Defending Are you a- is this is your USWA affiliated with the AWA by any chance, or are you considering this a more? Mike, uh, Mike discussed maybe running some some combined cards down the line. We're sticking with the uh, the original ending where AWA just stripped recognition, but okay, they kept the belt and the it's still unified, just not with the AWA version. It's so gotcha. Memphis. CWA, whatever, and world class. Now this is um, this is a leather jacket, Adrian Adonis, right? Not flower yes. shop. Yes, this, this is, is adorable. Not, this is not adorable. Non-adorable, not, Adrian. Not, not the best value, uh, Adrian Street version. Right. Yeah. Even though he could still bump for a crazy big dude. Yes. Yeah. I, Adrian was phenomenal when he was like. 270 ish, whatever size he was then, whatever his weight was, but he kind of had a Mike Rotundo kind of physique, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Sure. That, cla- that classic wrestler build where it's like he could absorb every bump there was. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. That too. Yeah. You can't give me enough bumps. <laughs> Bump me, yeah. damn it. Hey, he was. Adrian, I think that was a tag. I think I mentioned the the matches that Adrian had in Southwest when uh, they were doing their knockoff NWA tournament back in the early 80s. And uh, him and Bob Orton had the final, the match in the finals. And Adrian was just off the charts. Now, are, are Doom working under the hoods? No. I thought no. about it initially, but I mean, we're just going to go under the premise that they've already been unmasked. I swear, sure. And it, I mean, that was like the worst secret in wrestling ever. As soon as I saw Doom, I was like, dude, that's Ron Simmons and Butch Reed. There's yeah. only two black dudes in wrestling like that. Yeah. Right. Plus, like those masks, the eye holes were so huge and the nose hole was huge and <laughs> It didn't even have, like, it, the whole chin was cut out. I mean, they basically were just wearing bank robber masks. Maybe they got them from Ranger Ross. <laughs> or Ranger Rick. <laughs> I used to get those magazines when I was a kid in the mail. They, they still make them. Man. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Still no, around. They, they, they yeah, I know they still have highlights, see. but. Yep. No, they made the like Zootopia still too. I think it yeah. was maybe two Christmas. I was looking. Ago, I thought about getting uh, the kids highlights a subscription. It was like a hundred bucks, dude, for like eight magazines. Like damn highlights ain't playing, dude. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> they really would. I want you to find the difference between your wallet after you pay us. <laughs> <laughs> Can you find the money leaving your wallet and coming to us? <laughs> yeah. It's hidden, it's hidden in this picture. 
You subtract $100 from your bank account. The Gallant Gallant owns a magazine company, publishing company. Sells a wildly popular magazine at an exorbitant rate. Goofus buys that magazine. (laughs) (laughs) Goofus Yeah. Great trade, Daddy. There was no better feeling than like going to the dentist office like early one morning and being like the first kid to hit that highlight. <laughs> Nothing circled in it yet. Right. Oh god, it was it was so beautiful. Maliciously circling everything. I found this <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Page is out. Now you go in there, you start drawing new stuff in the picture. That's what you really start doing. I remember getting... This isn't even listed. <laughs> I remember going to a doctor once and they had... I was. This was like right after I got into baseball cards real huge. And they had some sort of kids magazine in the lobby. And it had like perforated tear out baseball cards in it. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm taking these. And the lady behind the glass was just she just lost her shit on me. You can't be taking nothing out of those magazines. <laughs> I was just like, holy shit, woman. I was like, it's just this uh, tear-out thing. Not for you to tear out. Like, Damn, it's just a Chris oh. Sabo card. <laughs> <laughs> if she would have spat any more on the glass, I would have needed some Chris Sabo sport specs. <laughs> my eyes and my vision. Take that Chris Sabo card to the eye doctor, you get a discount. See, my my problem was though, if I went to the dentist office, it wasn't because I needed to go to the dentist office. It was like four of my mom booked appointments for four of us. So I would have like my twenty minutes with the dentist and then I'd have to wait like an hour for everybody else to go through. So I'd be read like men's health and shit just because I'd be so fucking bored. Men's health. <laughs> yeah, golf digest. Yeah. <laughs> All the ladies in the back are like, there's like a 12-year-old kid out there having a cigarette reading men's health. <laughs> he's got to hurry up. He said he's got to hurry up. It's been 30 back. minutes I can eat now. <laughs> oh, yes, it was about. like that for... Everything haircuts. It's a fucking parade. <laughs> Getting back to the uh, the fantasy part of uh, the show. Yeah, the Memphis and a lot of tag tag feuds are going to be taking place over there. But, uh, getting back to uh, the Dallas end. Yeah, the Idol and the Billy Jack Haynes feud going to be kind of based around. Of course, Billy Jack hits the scene and he's going to be calling for a title shot. I want a title shot. Get Idol in the ring. Basically saying, I'm going to slap the old fool Nelson on you. But then Idol, instead of having his old Las Vegas leg lock, now he's got the, just the regular Las Vegas lock. Full Nelson. So they'll be having a little battle of egos and wills over Full Nelson. Like, it. like I said, Paulie's going to be kind of snooping around, and basically, it's going to be the seeds for 
what's going to be the, the, the rumbling underground of a, what, what will become eventually the Dangerous Alliance. Which I spoke with Mike about this a little bit. I, it's going to, Valentine's going to be involved in some way, at least initially, whether it's on the periphery he, or. He's your Zabisco, right? Uh, it, it, you know, kind of thinking maybe something along those lines. There's got to be a fall guy, you know? Oh. Got to be a Buddy Roberts. Yeah, he brings there to take pins. Got to be a Roma. You know, there's got to be somebody. A Roma, not a Roma. Smell. Yeah, and the Bisco, you know, got to have that fall guy, right? Yeah, he's the stall guy. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of fiddled with the idea of maybe putting Buddy Landell in there, too. Kind of like uh, the Rick Root of the group. But, Let's see. but then that's going to take, you know, Idol's the Texas champ coming in, but Buddy's going to be the guy who's working his way up. Maybe maybe a work a thing where uh, kind of like uh, how when Lex was in the Horseman, you, know, you, gotta, you can't take that title shot, kid. Well, I, Idol could be your food. And Landell could be your stunning Steve. Yeah, that's like the second guy in the pecking order. And then, you know, they never got as far as having any internal issue between those two guys, which I think they should have had it, had it lasted long. That's a good idea. A nice little premise. Uh, at least a starting point of something, you know, to... It kind of actually plays out kind of the same. I just don't want it to be the same. Right, right. Well played. But then I also wonder, like, how how deep do you go into these wrestlers' personalities? Like, hey, can I count on Billy Jack to be there Tuesday? Right. Can we, can we count on Buddy to wake up? <laughs> Is it good Buddy or bad Buddy? Yeah. Right, right. Because if I had Snooka, buddy, I would definitely be bringing in Jeff to drive him around and make sure he gets town to town. That's double J. Jeff Snooka. That's J-O-I-N-T. 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 It's double J. Jeff Snooka. Formerly C.V. Oppie. For anyone not in the know. He's another uh, Superfly super CV Yaffe. Super. Superfly. Then, like I said, I, but then, you know, now I've got Patera with a full Nelson also in the territory. It's like everybody's using the damn full Nelson. But Patera's is like the swing around one. Whatever you called that, the hangman neck breaker or whatever. Swinging, yeah. Think- yeah. Swinging neckbreaker. Yeah. And then you get, like you said, man, you got these like mid-level dudes, like a Tony Atlas. You can use them on the card. Hey, Tony Atlas, Paul Nelson. <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody. It's a battle of full Nelson. Everybody's got a full Nelson. Hey, right. yeah, that's. 
I kind of want to like try to maybe create some goofy characters too, like on the undercard. Just have a guy named Car, like Derek Car, two R's. Hey. Car, Car Hart. He's from yeah. Great White North, <laughs> and he just constantly like dressed in like coveralls and shit. He looks like the guy yeah. from like looks like a dude from like Demont, who's just running into DG after work, still got his greasy coveralls on. That's what he wears. <laughs> Everything, whether it's church, kids, dance recital, work, hunting, <laughs> whatever. This is what I'm wearing. These dirty ass fucking overalls. Our heart. No relation to Brett. Yeah. It's two teams. As, as much as he may yeah. want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the real, the real Canadian national hero, Carl. <laughs> But he's from Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Gary, Ontario, what? Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Is that South Gary? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> there's no such thing as South Gary. Yeah, there's, 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 there's no there's, such place. Yeah. It exists. Yeah. Now there's a Southern Gary. Maybe that's what you're talking about. Yeah. The locals, the locals refer to it as Northern Maryville. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or Soga. Yeah. So good. What the hipsters call it. Soga. Yeah. You can find some Soho's down there. Yeah. <laughs> and you can probably find just <laughs> listening to a like a, a tambourine player from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. No, uh, it's uh, okay. he, he. It was solo stuff. It's a. It was a, a show headlined by Your Majesty Jackson. Oh, of course. <laughs> Everyone must bow to Your Majesty. Yeah. For Your Majesty Jackson. Your Majesty. It's your Majesty Jackson. Everybody <laughs> sing along. Uh, yeah, your Majesty's hot ticket, man. Maybe I could bring yeah. him in when, uh, whenever I have my first wrestler death. I'll bring him in. <laughs> he can write a song. <laughs> now, uh, your majesty comes out and plays bass on it while Glenn goes to sing <laughs> he just does the roll thing and rolls out yeah come back in double snap roll out <laughs> come back in clap roll back <coughs> it's that your majesty shit man people don't know about that yeah be at the Four Winds Casino, gambling and performing. Yeah. Well, he's performing for free to pay off his gambling debts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He owed, well, he owed them. 
Yeah, he owed them four thousand dollars, and he's got to do seventy-five shows to cover that. So <laughs> you can't shimon your way out of that debt. Yeah. <laughs> and then I wonder, uh, getting back to the uh, territory, <laughs> like Terry Taylor, I don't, I'm not—he's not, not going to get squashed, obviously to be worthwhile matches etc there's not i mean there's tony atlas afterwards there's maybe billy jack haynes down the road i'm not sure where but i could also turn him he's easily to turn right uh, he's got a punchable face so he can yeah. turn heel very easily oh yeah then you basically have the same guy because he's bud Rowe light well, then, if you didn't want Buddy to be in your dangerous alliance, you could turn Terry heel and stick him in there. Yeah, or, yeah, turn him, put him in there, and then have him team with Greg, maybe, something like that. you got to have a tag team in your sure. stable, right? Right. No. You know the tag team, the tag team to use. Bill and Buddy show. Yeah, if you got both of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's a damn good idea. Yeah, you have the villain buddy yeah. 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 Everybody always says that the, uh, that was that 86 or 87, that Mid South TV show where, or the UWF TV show where every title change hands, like the greatest hour of wrestling history in, on TV. I, I don't know. The villain buddy show was pretty fucking good, man. To me, that's, Probably the single greatest television show of wrestling I've seen. It, it worked out good though, because uh, you know Bill Bill can be that pest and kind of stir the shit up, and then Buddy could take care of it. And, and a good promo too. Yeah, both of. Them. Which was kind of weird cause when they when they were doing that whole deal. It was like Buddy's promo was secondary. When yeah. he cut one, it was still great and everything. But I mean, he never got the lead in, never got the last word. But that was, that was because Bill was getting all the heat. Get out of Jeff. <laughs> Bill was getting all the heat, and then Buddy was going to go kick all the ass. That was pretty much the deal. Yeah, and that's uh, one of those uh, holy grail matches I would love to find is the that Texas Death match with Dutch and Waller against Buddy and Bill. Now, now I just need to. Yeah, there's some, uh, some of it's out there, but not, not all of it's out there. Uh, At least now I just um, imagine Fritz saying, "They're doing the cage." Is that what you're going to have? You're going to have a war games in Dallas. Yeah, we're definitely not going to do the fucking triple doom error cage. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jeep Swenson, you're 500 pounds of steroid beef. I'm all the way to the top of this rickety ass thing up here. And then uh, <laughs> and try to maneuver your way back down. Steve Williams is Look around. This shit. He'll climb up there with you. 
Billy Jack Haynes is doing a moonsault off the top of it. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Star Press through Austin Idol. <laughs> triple Dome Coke on a Pole match. Oh, or the Triple Lindy. That's what he does. He does the Triple Lindy. And do Neil. And he nails it. He's only the second man in history to nail that. That's that'd be a good gimmick for somebody. Thornton Mellon Jr. Yeah. (laughs) Thornton Mellon the third, like a Triple H type of dude. All proper. Sounds perfect for Tony Atlas. And it's like his uh instead of a China bodyguard, he's got a dude like uh like Thornton's. Oh shit. Was it Bert? I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to think if you got a you got a tall and fat tag team there. <laughs> Let's face it. Are you fat? Yeah. The world misses Rodney Dangerfield, man. What a treasure. So with the my devastation incorporated with these with the Russians. What do you do with them? After they run the USA angle, I mean you gotta split you gotta split them into singles matches, I would think here. Well, you should be able to run them against the Von Erics for a bit. Right. And there's like yeah. there's a lot of six man opportunities and stuff, but Oh, you know, once if if Billy Jack takes the title off Idol, then Nikita could challenge him for the bell. Kind of want to start positioning Buddy though, right? But uh, set the uh, set the seeds in place for Idol's eventual babyface turn. So I want to keep Buddy heel with the belt. What was that? That Smoky Mountain thing where they had the three teams of three. What was that called? Oh, the, the what was that called? Um, wasn't the Team Challenge series? I know that. No, <laughs> no, no. But it, but uh, you could do something like that because you could have the Von Erics versus the Von Erics, and then versus the Russians as well, because. The German von Erichs would hate the Russians too. So, right. yeah, yeah. Who and who are the fans going to cheer in that match? Oh, the the Texas yeah, right. Cheer the German <laughs> von Erichs because they're von Erichs. Yeah, but no, it's a three. It's a three way. Three way. Nine yeah. man. It's a fucking brawl, pretty much. Get Fritz's kids so, in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like a round robin kind of thing. I'm sorry. No, no, this no, is no. like a. It's all. It's like a. Yeah. Uh, it's a. It's a nine-man three man triple threat match. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. that what the uh, they did? The Raw Bowl was based off of that, wasn't it? Remember the Raw Bowl where they all wore football jerseys? No, this was a. Uh, oh God, that was. Arn Arn Anderson was Rock and Roll Express's surprise partner, and yeah, um, and uh, he was under the sheet. and it was. Yeah, he was yeah. under the sheet. Yeah, if he's under the sheet, and, he's automatically over. I don't know what is it? The, it was the bodies and Bobby. It was Stan, Doctor Tom, and Bobby. 
Yeah. And yep. then it was the stud stable. Stable. With Dutch the Dutch. Yep. Yeah. It was Fuller and Golden and Dutch. Yep. Yeah. Right. And it was a it was a fucking brawl. So that's what you would have. It was kind of like a it was like yeah. kind of like a bunkhouse stampede, but you know because everybody came out in street clothes. Basically, it was coming yeah. as you are. Yeah, that would work. Uh, yeah, see, you could you could book that for a big show. That would be a big draw. Because you know the Russians want a piece of that six man title too. The German von Erichs want to take everything. Funny, ain't it? <laughs> and the Russians want to want to take everything, and the Americans want to take everything. It's funny how it all works out, right? That <laughs> set up interesting dynamics, kind of like the uh, the Canada USA Bret Hart stuff. Germans yeah. versus Russia versus America. Yeah. Who else is around? Maybe we can get uh, Brandon and Chrissy to put their Nigerian roots into a tag team. Yeah. <laughs> the Nigerian princess. Yeah. <laughs> the Nigerian princess. They come out to like a, a Nigerian guy that does covers <laughs> Prince songs. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is that? Is that a guy playing a sitar doing pussy control? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> that little red Corvette. <laughs> He's playing cream on a sitar. <laughs> oh no, it's gotta be it's gotta be Raspberry Beret because that would just be hilarious. Chrissy and Brandon coming to the ring wearing raspberry berets. Yeah, the red. Oh, yeah. Right. Fighting out of the He'd be wearing well, a strawberry lemonade raspberry. They're, mili- <laughs> they're, they're militant uh, Nigerian princes. So they got, they're wearing raspberry berets. Yeah, they up they doing the, uh, like the Colonel De Beers gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> Oh Lord! <laughs> Gold. Yeah. So basically, by the, the matches that we'll be working toward for that first reunion arena card, we're gonna have the first head-to-head matchup of Fritz and Waldo's boys. It's gonna be Texas Tornado rules. Lights out. And for the belt. Texas Heavyweight Championship, Idol and Billy Jack. Underneath that, we're going to have Buddy Landell against Terry Taylor. Underneath that will be the six-man of the Russians against or the tag team match of the Russians in the USA, Patriots of Del Wilkes and Patera. And then the opener is going to be Greg the Hammer with Paul E. And Mr. USA, which I think we'll start. We'll use that match to, uh, like I said, set the tone for what's going to be happening with the Dangerous Alliance. Kind of set the wheels in motion, and uh, probably do a ref bump in that first match just to fucking freak everyone out, get everyone losing their minds. They've already bumped the ref. It's over. (laughs) 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 Fuck. 
Who would do such a thing? Yeah. This is why I don't watch Memphis and Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, boy, you tell me what to do. I'll bump every damn ref. It, it was a triangular tag team street match. Is what it was. Did they do one similar to that with, uh, oh, was that the gangsters and, uh, rock and roll and somebody else? They did like a crazy brawl out into the street. Probably, uh, white boy and, uh, uh, smothers maybe. Yeah. The thugs. Isn't that what they were called? Yeah. The yeah. The thugs. Yeah. I think right. Yeah. I think they did something similar, but it was just two man teams. instead. Yeah. Elo and New Jack and Yeah, and it's an elimination. If anybody on the team gets in, that team's eliminated. Have him fight and bleed. That's all you really need him to do. Fight and bleed. Crawling up basketball goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so another thing I've got uh, what will be moving forward, which will be when this thing, these two promotions start getting intermingled with warfare, for lack of a better term, will be. Uh, Pat Patterson will be bringing Paul or uh, Jim Cornette in as his assistant booker. So then this will be the start of the uh, Paulie Cornette feud, also, where we'll start seeing gonna... kind of like where they're tra- stealing guys from Memphis to bring to Dallas, or you know, that's where I kind of think about with like Terry Taylor. What is not going to be a whole lot for him? He washes out from a couple matches. I don't really have any ideas for him to keep winning. And advancing up the card. He's just kind of a guy there to get beat. But he could easily go to Memphis or someone from there, vice versa. Well, it's a good thing about the spot you're in. You can still kind of do the talent trade off. You're basically right. a booking offense. Are you going to do the thing where you do the thing where in Dallas, the Dallas people are the baby faces, and Memphis is the heels, and in Memphis they're the baby faces. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, like like USWA and Smoky Mountain did. <laughs> oh yeah, well they used to do it even further back, like when Lawler would go into Florida, or he'd go on to TBS, and then he'd go back to Memphis, and like, why are you a bad guy there? Well, yeah. you know, everybody has their local favorite. Well, well, no, not, that that's not necessarily it. It's like if you're in Memphis. And you're watching the matches. The guys on your end are the are the baby face. Oh, yeah, better like ones you do. Yeah. Right, because like you, you see those you see those old promo they did it with Smokey Mountain and Mark Curtis in Memphis, and he's just the craziest heel it's ever been, just insane. And then you watch him on Smoky Mountain, and he's just a little meek guy, you know. Dave, I'm a prominent podcast legend. I was there. With the master of socks, not sex, <laughs> socks. Mismatch pairs, knee eyes, ankle socks. 
socks with holes in them. And I mentioned I was in the music industry. <laughs> I thought you were going to start talking about uh, Venice Beach. Like you were the white, yeah. the white scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm pretty prominent. Yeah. Man, this machine is ridiculous, dude. I just want to press every button on it. <laughs> yeah, it's been an interesting thing trying to figure this whole thing out. And this is different. I can't really tell the volume of my voice. I have that Austin Powers on freezing thing going on. <laughs> I can't tell. I'm having difficulty controlling the volume of my voice. I got it. I don't know if I'm yelling or no. You're fine. I'll let you know if you get too loud. <laughs> I'll have Cadence come in and tell you to move. You're too close to the mic. Yeah. Grass better move. <laughs> You'll end up in upstate New York. Being careful. <laughs> He fucking moved, man. He gone. He went to Texas, right? He's in Texas. No, he's in New York. Well, he, no, yeah, he's in Louisiana right now. Texas yeah. or Louisiana or wherever. Yeah. Louisiana. <laughs> that's what it is. By you, Hogan. Fucking, but a bunch of Bill Doe trees down there. <laughs> There's a lot of old heads down there, man. <laughs> Gotta watch out for them. They on the man with the goddamn of them old heads. All the, you gotta watch out for the haters, the biters, and the other fools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people they know down there. Coast to coast. There's head they got heads coast to coast. <laughs> Ever yeah. Like where you least expect it. Hickamania is running wild down there. Who knew that the Valiants were heads? They're coast to coast. <laughs> OG Jimmy. The, OG Jimmy the, head, the heads from New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Head from New York City with their angles. Oh man, God. that was a good one. Put a tango on. Yeah, <laughs> the Valiant Brothers wearing like tangles and stuff. <laughs> now you know you see the Adidas, Daddy. We don't put no laces in them. <laughs> Just wearing like Adidas tracksuits. <laughs> Total B boys. The B boys. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Yeah, gentleman Jerry just throwing down a windmill middle of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's just Jay's got the boom box that they beat up Bugs Doomhoff and took. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy break dances for the hot tag. <laughs> hot. <laughs> Bam tag. Hopping and locking. Yeah. The break dance and value, the break and value brothers. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Lord. It's a, a breaking three, the one they never made, starting the value. <laughs> yeah, they brought in a new breaker. His name's Poban. Yeah. <laughs> What's he breaking? Which, which uh which territory <laughs> is he in? Who drafted him? <laughs> We left egg. him as an attraction to roam territory to territory. Oh, uh, yeah. I, well, I don't blame you for that. I don't blame you for that because I'm going to tell you is Texas out on the marquee putting the hangman out there just to let people know shit's for real tonight. You know, it's not just the Von Erics. We got the hangman, too. But. Got the NWA champion. Are you kidding? He's yeah. actually a key right now. Yeah. <laughs> Envelescent. Resting up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah, get ready for that night's match in Madison Square Garden. He and Andre are a touring duo. Yeah. They do the body flame spot in every territory. Yeah. First time ever in every territory. It's never been done before. Well, and, and, and he insists that Andre does not cooperate on the body slam. What's the right, no. up? Yeah. And it's not like Hogan where he barely gets them over. I mean, he brings them up on the shoulder and drops them. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Every gorilla press is back or anything. <laughs> he, he saved the gorilla press for Yoko. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see when he did uh, the, the Oklahoma stampede on Andre? <laughs> and corner to corner to corner. He did it three times. Corner, 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 bang. Oklahoma. Yeah. By the run. Followed by the running power slam, and it was over. (laughs) He was actually the first guy to do a shooting star press, I heard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was doing uh, the Swanton Bomb. Yes. Back back in 73. Yeah, back when he was teaming with Wahoo. Yeah. Yeah. He was the sitting bullshitter. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he's um, American after all. Well, while he was an attraction, he he passed through Georgia, and he had come up with this new move, and where he puts his opponent in the front face lock, and then just drops him head first onto the ground. <laughs> Jake Roberts stole it. You know, you know. Well, Jake Roberts is there. He's like, Hangman, what was that? And he's like, Kid. You can have it. Call it the DDT. And <laughs> on to the next territory for the hangman. Coming up with new new maneuvers every night. New finishers. Yeah, he's giving them like, out to the boys. Midnight Express. I've got this. Uh, there's the uh, cut and dry idea, of course. Lane's in the territory. Dr. Tom's in the territory. Wasn't able to get Bubba. But. Could do a super like Camp Cornet, whatever you want to call it, Cornet's Army, 
That's uh, Super Express. Did he, threat yeah. Level Midnight Express. Yeah, Threat Level Midnight <laughs> Express was uh, what Mike wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that one. That's good. With a uh, with, uh, Dwiggit Cornette. Sting. Sting. Leveled. Opera to heaven. <laughs> Thread level midnight. I'm full circle with the office references now. <laughs> and uh, Jay Ferguson, he does the uh, like an office style version of the Midnight Express theme for Threat Level Midnight. Identity theft is not funny. <laughs> yeah, there's no Dwight Schrute button. Yeah, that's that's the button we really need on these sound card boxes. Well, nobody steals from Travis Rains and gets away from it. <laughs> the last person that did it. Yeah, that's right. Dead. Damn yeah, right! Happy birthday, drink. by the way, pal. <laughs> <laughs> There's some irony, but yeah, with the the coronet thing, I didn't know if I wanted to start a, another gang, for lack of a better term. We're already gonna have Dangerous Alliance going. Our god, Devastation ain't going. Well, but they're both in the Dallas end, so it wouldn't hurt to have one in. Yeah, when you cry yeah. Like I've I discussed on the draft show There's also the possibility of putting Dog with Doom Right and it, uh, There's like all these six man teams And opportunities But one of my initial ideas Is to uh, have the new breed Have Paulie come over and basically Poach them And bring them in And drive them alliance. That's why I like Harry Taylor, just I don't know if he makes sense for the Dangerous Alliance, or maybe they turn on him to, you know, get him back to babyface and get him out. Uh, well, he's the computerized man of the '90s, and they're from the future. I think it should work out. <laughs> wheeling, wheeling out a gigantic fucking Commodore. <laughs> oh, hey, you could get uh, you could get uh, Richard Morton too. Yeah, you've got him already. <laughs> You've got the you can put the York Foundation together. <laughs> I don't have Thomas or Captain Mike though. Does anybody Will have you? Captain Mike? Anybody have who? Rotundo? Rotundo. Um I think Rotundo. But you could you could team the York Foundation up with Jimmy Valiant. You could have the He's in, the, he's in mid He's in mid-south. New York Foundation. <laughs> the York and Pork Express. You bring in Super Porky. <laughs> Super Porky. <laughs> Tune in next time to the USWA as we get to Star Wars. We'll have all the results. 
And what's going to happen going forward as we check on their cohorts in Memphis and we just see where everything's going to shake out between Fritz and Waldo's boys. Tune in next time or they find you dead in a puddle, boy. Before we go, we'd like to announce an exciting change coming with our show next week. We're rebranding. And to hear more about that, let's turn it over to Drew. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the beginning. The beginning of an adventure that you didn't even know that you wanted to be on. You know, came from our mother. Most of you know our brother. But us, we're the others. The other ship. Join us as we shove off on our maiden trek and embark on a journey to have some fun, laugh our asses off, and find something new to talk about. Sit back and enjoy this magical voyage. We take a ride on the other ship.